Welcome to Stop Overthinking, the podcast for overthinkers, people pleasers, and perfectionists who want to feel calm and confident enough to handle whatever life sends your way. I'm your host, Kristen Odegaard, a women's life and mindset coach, lifelong educator, and recovering perfectionist. Hello, and welcome back to the Stop Overthinking podcast. This is three ways to be present in the moment. I often talk about or reference like in social media posts about getting out of your head and being in the present moment. In a recent conversation I had with a client, though, she wasn't sure on how to actually make that happen. And that's actually fairly common because our world is busy. We are inundated with information all the time, things to do, places to go, schedules to manage, and hello, overthinking brains that want to think about how to keep other people happy, what might happen in the future, going over what you wish you would have said in the conversation with your partner two days ago. So it does take some effort to stay in the present and get your mind engaged in the present. So today I'm going to share with you three strategies that you can intentionally use to bring your mind to the present when it is spiraling in the past or the future. So I'll give you some context in the conversation with this client just to to use more specific examples. This client is a small business owner and has been feeling really stressed by work and the seemingly constant messaging, emails, texts, all the notifications. She feels compelled to respond to them as fast as she can and because she's trying to increase her business and her revenue. So this means that her phone is attached to her hand most of the time, even when she's with other people and her family. But she's been making an effort in one sense. There's other ways, but one of her efforts is to do a walk each evening and purposely leave her phone behind in order to disconnect for 30 or 40 minutes. This is a good move, something we had talked about. But for her, her brain isn't actually disconnecting. So the walk becomes a way to think about what she has to do, when she needs to respond to a complaint email. And it's really hard for her to just be in the moment the entire time she's outside. And then she gets mad at herself and then feels guilty that she can't shut off her brain. We talked about some of the ways to intentionally get out of overthinking, ruminating about the past, worrying about the what ifs in the future, especially when it seems like that's a good use of time and it seems important and justified. So one of the first ones and the one I suggested for her is to engage your senses. I also used this one when I was riding as a passenger with my teen son. Now he's 16, but as I was teaching him to drive, overall, he was a a good driver, but, you know, he was learning and it was easy sometimes for my mind just to wander. Or if there was a lot of traffic or a new situation, my mind would freak out. Like, can he handle this? What if he hits someone? What if he causes an accident and we're late to wherever we're going? What if it's a bad accident and someone is hurt and just every catastrophe in the future? And all this happens just in moments, but I'm not actually paying attention to, you know, the driving that he's doing right now. Instead, I'm like running into fear into the future. But if you engage your senses, touch or smell or sounds, those only occur in the present. So you can train your brain to stop and pay attention to what you see, for example. Like I would see the road. I would see the lights on the dash. I see the hood of the car. I see who is sitting next to me. I see the grass on the side of the road. It stops 
the future vision in your head in order to see what is in front of you right here. You can also notice what you hear. For example, I would hear the music on the radio or maybe the road noise and have that sound bring you back to the present. Is there a fan from the AC running through the vents? That sort of thing. I can also notice smells, pause and take in a deep breath and notice. This one in the car, it, you know, it might have been food. It might have been a smelly kid after practice, stale air, fresh air, maybe even an air freshener. It doesn't matter if you like or love it. We're just trying to stay in the moment. Of course, you can also engage smell about staying in the present because you can't smell something in the future. You can't smell something from the past. You might have an imagination or a memory, but those aren't real. Same with any of your senses. You can't experience touch in anything but in the moment. You can notice the clothes on your body, what you're sitting on, where your feet are touching. Your actual senses can only engage in the present moment. So for my client who is outside and walking, this is what we focused on, like engaging those senses. There's You're outside, obviously. So what are you hearing? What are you seeing? What are you smelling? And to find a couple of those that work best for her. A couple other situations where you may find yourself um, caught up in in your head, um, and you know maybe it's not outside. So another idea is for you to focus your thoughts on other people instead of yourself. So this is a good one, especially when you are around obviously other people or social situations especially in situations where you might feel a bit anxious around the other person for whatever reason. I try and use this one personally when I'm in a gathering with people I don't know really well. Like maybe it's a business networking event or if I go someplace with a friend and it's just not a group that I'm familiar with. I struggle with small talk. For me, it's boring and it seems like it's not worth my time. So I tend to just stick to myself. And admittedly, this is not a great strategy for meeting or engaging with people, okay? But I need to get out of my head about being nervous or awkward or a waste of time, what I should or shouldn't say, what I should have said instead, or how long I need to be here. So I focus on another person to stay in the present and out of my overthinking brain. So I can notice who is this person in front of me? Do I know this person? Do I know this person's name? Do I want to ask their name? What do I know about them? What's interesting to them? And get curious. If I know their name, when I'm talking, it helps me to use their name. And that also keeps me more grounded in the present. It makes it easier to connect with the other person and just stay in the moment. Even if this is uh, while you're in line at Target and your mind is worrying about all sorts of what ifs, you can say thank you to the checkout person with their name. Okay, get out of your brain, get into the present moment. The third way to be here and now is to notice and identify the facts of the situation. Noticing the facts and separating them from your thoughts can also help you stay present. Hopefully, if you're listening to this today, you've listened to earlier podcasts and know that thoughts aren't facts. And just because your brain offers it to you doesn't make it true. Because our brain likes to fill in gaps with past experiences or what could be true. So the power in separating thoughts from facts is that you have to pause and notice what is in front of you right in this moment. 
facts right now aren't about what happened in the past or what might happen in the future. So in my riding in the car example, I would notice Michael is driving. There is a car beside us. There is a stoplight ahead. We are in between the appropriate lines. Just the facts as they exist right now in this moment. So this strategy might also be helpful if you get bad news, something that you want to worry about. Maybe it's a health issue and your brain just wants to go to all sorts of what ifs, what could be, and disasters. Notice what is true right now and notice that your thoughts are just thoughts. So for this one, if you need a refresher, you might want to go back to earlier podcasts, number five on neutral circumstances or the first episode that thoughts aren't facts. Overall, there were three strategies that I gave you today, and I hope this gives you something that you can use right now to stop overthinking, bringing your mind back to the present. Number one was engaging your senses. Number two, focusing on others. And number three, identifying the facts. If you use one of these, I would love to know which one worked for you. Send me a message or an email. I always love to hear from my listeners. As always, I appreciate you sharing this podcast with others. Have a great week and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Stop Overthinking Podcast with Kristen O'Donnell. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone else who would benefit from the message. To learn more about working with me and links to social media and free resources, head over to my website, coachwithkristen.com. Kristen, spelled K-R-I-S-T-E-N. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes. Have a 